0: Hey guys, I just wanted to jump on here really quick and give a little disclaimer before we get into this episode that when we recorded it, I was using different equipment than what I'm usually used to using because I was in LA and not at home and I had never used it before, so about eight minutes into the episode, I realized that Jess's mic was not plugged in fully into the input in the equipment I was using, so for about the first eight minutes of this episode, her voice, you can still hear it, but it's going to sound a lot quieter, and then around eight minutes or so... Um, You'll kind of hear a little scratching where I realized that her mic wasn't plugged in all the way because I was plugging it in. Um, And then for the rest of the episode, you can hear her much better. So don't worry. I just wanted to say and let you guys know that it's just the first eight minutes because I'm a ding dong. And I should have checked that, but anyway, I just wanted to let you know before the episode got going that that's what's going on. And, um, yeah, the rest of the episode should be great. I'm so glad that Jess, uh was willing to give up so much of her time to do the episode. I mean, she's like a major hero of mine. I really look up to her and Becca as well um, from Chatty Broads. Um, you guys are going to hear more about that when you listen to the episode if you, if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to hop on really quick and give that little disclaimer and just get you guys ready for a banging episode. I'm really excited for this one. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. We will uh, just get into it now. I'm done. I'm done blabbering. Well, you're going to hear me some more because the episode's going to start. But yeah, (laughs) that's all I wanted to say. All right. Bye. Welcome back to the Bleached and Bothered podcast. My name's Layla Halbert. I'm your hostess with the mostess. Um, If this is your first time listening, welcome. So glad to have you. Uh, if you are a regular listener, glad to have you too. And today we are going to do a little uh, themed, uh, themed-ish episode since this one drops on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is on a Friday this year. So we're going to chat some relationship things. Um, I didn't get a ton of people sending in their you know, most vulnerable secrets and questions, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe after this episode you'll be a little more comfortable. But we got some good stuff to talk about. Um so we're gonna dive into that in a minute. Um but I need to let you guys know who I have sitting with me today. You probably already know from all the I've been posting all over Instagram, so like it's not that much of a secret. But <laughs> I'm like I've got Jess from Chatty Broads uh, with me today. I'm so happy to be here with you. And I, like, leading up until now, I've been like, oh, my God, like, what? We we met at your guys' live event back in June yes, um, in person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so I'd met you before, but still, it's kind of like, you know, when you, like, have someone that you, like, are listening to their podcast, and it's like, you know, you guys have, like, a huge listenership, and it's a whole thing, and you get a little starstruck, and I was like, okay. Oh, Lord. Layla, have some chill. Star-struck You're not... <laughs> right now <laughs> but no, are you kidding
1: when we met you when you came to be the, the live event immediately first of all you're just like magnetic and afterwards Becca and i were like that bitch is a good time and I'm like, I'm like i could talk to you for forever and then we ended up yeah. hanging out last night right so, so
0: we went to we were both at the okay sis um live event by the time this comes out it'll it's a it's been a couple weeks but um so we were both there. You were there with your yes. little sister for her birthday, mm-hmm. um, which was so fresh. And so we basically, like, I'm glad because we like hung out all night, which was great. Was great. And now I, like, you know, didn't have any nervous shits this morning, which is usually what <laughs> happens. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? None get, of that. <laughs> I still I get nervous shits. So much more than I would care to admit, like
1: all the time. Anytime we have a guest on. Yeah. I think that I would kind of. You're like
0: fine. And then five minutes before it's like, well, that's always the thing.
1: I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm not nervous at all. And then literally moments before the person arrives, they walk through the door and I'm like, I'm going to have to go use the toilet. (laughs) So sorry. Honestly, every single time, and there's been a few that I've been like very nervous about. And we well, been. yeah,
0: I was just gonna say like you guys have had some, I mean, pretty amazing people on yeah, your you podcast. Know, it's, it's so cool because, like, <laughs> we, like I don't know how I would deal. It's it's we have a lot of
1: people that aren't like like fame, like you know, quote unquote famous, but it's yeah. people that I admire. Yeah. which for me, I'm always that's my biggest. Totally, thing. I'm like you can be famous, like yeah. crazy famous, and if you walk through the door and I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm necessarily a super fan I'm not nervous at all right but if I admire you yeah I, like, read well of, your of books, course I'm like quaking well that's
0: like what yeah. I'm what I'm saying when I'm like saying I was like starstruck or whatever the fuck you want to call it because oh, <laughs> I'm like so you know you you and I'm sure you guys get this too with like you know other podcasts you might listen to mm-hmm. is like or people you you know like I said like look up to admire where it's like you feel like you kind of like know them and are hanging out with them and then, but that's not, I mean, I have people say it to me too. They're like, I listen to your podcast all the time and I feel like I'm like hanging out with you, but like, I've never actually met you. And I'm like, that's great. That's That's like what I want it to be.
1: It's so cool. I feel like like it's podcasts are really one of the only form that you do feel super intimate with the host. Yeah. You're hearing every week about like, personal details about yeah. their life things that are happening like vulnerable things that yeah you do know There's yeah people who listen to our podcast they know more things than some of my like family does yeah I'm talking about stuff that like I'm not sitting down at the table and talking with like you know my totally. dad about sexuality <laughs> god knows I'd like to dig a little deep yeah <laughs> dad let's, let's have some real talk yeah but it's crazy yeah certain people yeah and I don't know you're a vulnerable person too so I'd imagine that yeah you're listening. Try to be... Feel very connected to
0: you. Because, uh... Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's definitely cool and just I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to. I have you know when you have like a one million thoughts in your brain. I'm not a very articulate person. I'm working on it, but. Really? it Just always cracks me up. I'm like, let me start a podcast.
1: You seem that way. <laughs> Listen.
0: I'm a hairdresser. I'm good at faking it. <laughs> like and, i know I mean, how to you're be a on hairdresser too, like which
1: means you are articulate because i guess lord knows sometimes people who have saved me in my darkest days <laughs> are my hairdressers are you kidding me <laughs> when i hate everyone like go in, i'm like i know i can talk shit with you <laughs> and you're getting paid to listen to me so i'm
0: oh my gosh yeah. um okay well i guess I'm just, like, sitting here assuming everyone knows who you are. A lot of my friends or people who listen do know because I don't ever shut up about your guys' podcast other than... So when I first started listening to podcasts, I, like, it was not even that long ago, three years ago maybe, and I started with, like, all the true crime, like, Mm -hmm. that side of things and, like, binged all these true crime podcasts. And and then when Becca, I've been watching The Bachelor for, like, ten years or more and (laughs) so when she posted about you guys starting yours I started listening to it and was like your guys's was like the is like my holy grail like that's how I've found out about like okay sis Mm -hmm. and like all these guests you've had on and um so so many other people and stuff so it's kind of it's kind of like my like home base podcast and then I've found some of my other favorite ones from listening or like ones that I'll sometimes go and like listen to once in a while or whatever so it's it's um it's cool It's I love
1: knowing that, like, ours is a place where you can find other ones. Yeah,
0: well, it's it's because you guys have, like, such a wide variety of different types of guests, which is awesome. And then, of course, we live for the Bachelor recaps. Um, I've listened to a lot of other recap podcasts and... They're, I mean, frankly, they're all boring and they say, they all say the, say the same exact fucking things. Yeah, like, I'm you know, sorry. They're, no, they're
1: connected. A lot of them are connected to ABC. So they have, they have to, they have be, to so be careful and Lord knows that ABC are not, they're not our biggest fans. So then we just say whatever and we don't have to, you know,
0: everyone loves the, the misfit, the black sheep of the, of the ABC family. Oh, that, that we are,
1: that we are. In fact, by the time this was dropped, I think, I think. Our episode will have dropped. We're doing um, Almost Famous with Ben and Ashley. And I'm surprised that we were invited on. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're going to want to do that a How did that come about? Um, actually, talk about, okay, sis, so Scout has her oh, uh, that's agency right, that's and, she, right. and so she reached out and they wanted to have us on. That's so awesome. So I don't know if we're doing a recap with them or not. Um, if oh, they are, I I'm, hope so. I'm really hoping I so. so. I'm really hoping so because I'm really excited to tell Ben Higgins that I do think that he's Chris Harrison's love child. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I have to. But, you know. Other, oh, other my topics. gosh. <laughs> I,
0: I've listened to theirs once or twice because whenever something big happens in, like, Bachelor Nation or on the show, and, like, for example, out. with, like, all the shit that happened with, like, Jed on Hannah's season and yeah. all of that, I was, like, listening to all the interviews, like, everything I could find. Oh, I was like, sure. I want to hear all the things. You need to know. Um, But I have listened to theirs a couple of times. And it's it's okay. It's not... It's definitely not, like... I don't know. It's it's not one I listen to all the time, but I I have enjoyed theirs. I really like Ashley. I love Ashley. Um, so, yeah. and Ben's fine. I mean, he seems... He's he probably, seems like a lovely He seems guy. like a really nice guy. I, I don't... I,
1: I haven't ever really listened to many other Bachelor recap podcasts because I try to avoid them. Yeah. I feel like if we do that, you start to, like, pick up on other people's voices totally. and opinions and I don't... I want to be, like, very, like, pure with yes. ours, and it just... You're just getting what's coming from Becca and I and yeah. not it being, like, influenced by other voices yeah. or whatever. But and also people come up with fun little, like, like slogans and then it'll get stuck in your head and I don't oh, want to yeah. copy that. Yeah. Because it's happened with ours before where all of a sudden we're like, hey, I thought we came up with that idea. And then it's You're kind like, of like, hold on. you
0: know, <laughs> justice. I know that was the hard, like, one of the hard things about when I wanted to start mine was, like, I've been taking in all of this yeah information and content from other people that I look up to and and kind of want to, like, model after. But then at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I, I can't be, like, going on and be like... Let me do all the same guests you've done, and right, let, but, you know what I mean. It's like gotta though, figure out a way to.
1: At the end of the day, like we're all just we're just an accumulation of things that we've picked up. Yeah. And I think that that makes everyone unique because you've picked up picked up different things than I have, and if some of that stuff has been gleaned from ours, great. Yeah. Include that in yours, totally. and that's just part of who. Well, you it's going to be. Know?
0: I mean, different. Just because I mean, I'm a different. Than you've the two different of you life are. Experiences, and different you guys have like everyone. your dynamic together, you and Becca as well, and that's like a right. whole other But I'm even thing. just saying
1: aside from just anyone, yeah, any yeah, podcast yeah. that you're listening to, I think what's just so cool about it is, again, with podcasts, is that you have your own voice, you've had your own story, you've had a life that I haven't had, you have True. a son that I don't have. Like everything's different. So even if you are hearing from tons of people, Unless you're directly, like, has, like taking a script and saying the exact same thing as someone else, it's yeah. just not going to be the same. Totally. It's always going to be different. So, I'm totally. like, every, there's people who are like, the podcast, it's getting too big. and I'm like, bring it on. I think it's so great but, that there's more voices though, out there. is it, though?
0: Like, that's the thing. It's like, it, I don't know. I, I don't really... That whole conversation surrounding like, you know, like that buzzword of like oversaturation Mm -hmm. and like all that shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't buy into it. I don't either. Because it's like, like you said, like along with whatever your perspective is or things you've gone through in your life or things you've taken in is going to make you set you apart from, you know, every other person is the same with podcasting or Instagram or what, whatever Mm -hmm. the, whatever the avenue is, it's like, you're going to have, you're going to attract the people that relate to you and that care about what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And it might be five people. It might be 50,000 people. You know what I mean? It's like you, if, if you are doing something, whether it's, you want to be an influencer or you want to start a podcast or you want to, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's like, you just do you because you enjoy it and it's something that you are passionate about and then people will latch on to it yeah. and it kind of goes from there so it's like if you're going into something with the intention of like I need to make money and I need to have all these followers and all these listeners and all this stuff it's like that's a pretty fast way to like to to like get discouraged Mm -hmm. and when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen or as quickly as you want it to happen it's like you have to be doing things because Mm -hmm. you truly enjoy it and it like adds value to your own life and then kind of the rest follows and I
1: I think think. that's what's so cool about podcasts too is that you listeners can smell uh, when you're not being authentic versus on Instagram you can kind of be a certain way people don't quite necessarily pick up on if you're being real or not and you can still be successful yeah but with a podcast I think if you go in with the intent of, I want to make money, I want a bunch of followers, I want to get famous, people will smell it and they're not going to be interested. Well,
0: and it's okay to want those things. Of course. But if that's the only reason you're doing something, yes. it's going, it's it's not going to work out. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Want those things. Want the followers. Want the cash. Yeah, of course. Want the success. Please. But like, if you don't feel like you have something to say, whether that be yeah. something funny or goofy or whether that be something super powerful and serious, like I think that- people can smell that yeah. for sure.
0: Well, and it's like, I mean, go for it. Start start a podcast. If that's what you want to do yeah. and you feel passionate about that, do it. Like, who cares if it's, if there's a million of them out there? Like, I mean, that's just like anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's millions of people in the world too. So are you just not going to ever leave your house because you're also a person? Right. Like, what, <laughs> what do you a, mean? <laughs> that's a
1: great example. No, it's so <laughs> true. anytime someone sends a DM and is like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, I'm just like, do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah if that's what you want to do and you're not necessarily like, I want to start a podcast for the sole purpose of getting like money, because then you may, like you said, get discouraged because it might not happen as quickly or it may not happen. But if you're like, I want to start a podcast because I have something to say, I'm like, always start the
0: podcast. Yeah. (laughs) The worst worst thing that can happen is you put out a few episodes and decide it's not for you and just stop doing it. Like what's and you know what's, what's so gonna cool What's going to happen? Too,
1: Nothing. It's fine. Is it's like this forever
0: piece of you that yes. you put out
1: there that like one day your son mm-hmm. like will be, you're like, you're like oh <laughs> shit. Okay. I know. I literally no, think no, about it. No. I'm like, one day my daughter's going to listen to me talking about her dad putting his balls on my eyes, <laughs> but she'll have that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She'll have it, whether she wants it or not. Whether she, does, whether she doesn't want to know that. But it, it, there are these pieces of you then that are out in the universe that like are forever yeah. there, in and it's like much a much
0: different a, way than mm-hmm. just a photo or exactly. like a little which, like a piece of your being that you put out there, which yeah, just so cool. Yeah, totally. Well, and I've had like um, in this space, I've had on like people are obsessed with my mom. She's hilarious. So she has That's been on a couple of times. I listened to the one with your mom and she's, I'm obsessed with her. I completely understand. <laughs> I can't. She's everything. And, and my, you're going to
1: have that forever too. Which is right. So cool. Right.
0: Well, and my dad, he's, I mean, they're very different. Their personalities are very different. And my dad is like amazing on like a whole different other kinds of levels. But like he's, my dad's 20 years older than my mom. Okay. And he's got like a a very full lifetime of like stories and like all this crazy stuff he's done Mm. and places he's lived all over the world. And I'm just like, I need to have him on like kind of like I have like a, I'll do a couple episodes with other guests and I'm like, okay, time to have my dad back on again. Time to have my mom back on again. Cause it's just like, especially lately I talked to, I just, I just posted something about this on my page um, recently of like, I feel like there's a lot of like, death happening Mm -hmm. in like the small community that I live in and that I'm a part Mm -hmm. of and I mean death happens every single day of course but when there's it feels like it's like one thing after another in the community that you're a part of it's just like a lot and not to be like morbid but you know having those memories and conversations recorded and saved with the people that you care the most about is like completely irreplaceable and Mm -hmm. it's like Everyone should do it, really. Even if you start something just to have the record of it and yeah, like don't care just about have anyone the, listening. The recording
1: of it, absolutely. I know Becca actually is um, going to be doing that with like her family. Where I, she's not—I don't think she's putting it out. It's yeah, just that she got a little mic set to just record. With, like, some of her, like, her grandparents and with her parents just so that she'll have it. Yeah. And, I yeah, no, I think that that's,
0: like you said, it's irreplaceable. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to give that to, like, your son. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's pretty powerful. Yeah. So that's definitely something that, I mean, even if I run out of ideas for you know interesting content that people care about i'm like well i'll just keep recording episodes with my family so i have this and like I, archive yeah and i think people love that you know what i mean like
1: i don't people love family it's fun, yeah. it's so fun to hear like yeah. someone like have a great conversation with their mom
0: <laughs> especially when she's your mom oh my god i have such she's a amazing. funny story so my mom is from brazil born and raised english is not her first language And so she mixes up words and like phrases and like different things all the time. And I, she's a good sport. Like I, I tease her endlessly and I like, Oh, (laughs) yo, totally constantly heckling my mom. But like, she's, she, I think she secretly likes it because like she, she's out of my parents. She actually in person is the more reserved one Mm, until you like really get to know her. Um, She's a little quieter and my dad's like this booming like personality and like very extroverted. And so but it's my mom's the one with the jokes. And so <laughs> <laughs> Mom's got jokes. Um but yeah, so she's I think she secretly likes that like I mean, maybe sometimes she doesn't like when I'm posting videos of her half naked dancing in front of a mirror, but like, I think she actually does because yeah. the f- she has a fan club and she, I mean, who doesn't love it? Oh no.
1: Who she doesn't love to have well. a fan
0: club? <laughs> <Nobody> <laughs> like, however
1: knows. you get it. I want to start one.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so we were listening, we were in the car, I don't know, we were going somewhere and I had on Lizzo's song... Tempo. Okay. I heard that song? I don't
1: know. Um, I'm I think so it's, bad with it's music with, lately. It's, it's so with bad.
0: Missy Elliott, it was on um, Euphoria. Did you watch Euphoria? No. And I've, I know. I How? Know,
1: I know. It's one of those ones that I know that I would lock on so
0: hard. It's so good. It's so good. You and know what? I'm taking off this mic. I'm going to go watch Gotta it. go. I gotta bye.
1: Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those um, ones that I always like think about. And then as soon as I'm in front of my, my
0: like, computer TV, yeah. that
1: I forget.
0: Yeah. So, well, I mean, and with, a small child it's like the yeah i have plenty f- of time to watch jersey shore and but i just need to get no, off watching one thing at a time <laughs> yeah i
1: mean I, I i have rewatched jersey shore a thousand times and i'm like on my like one thousand but it doesn't matter i'm going to start watching for you
0: but anyway so lizzo has this song called tempo and there's a line in the song that goes i'm a thick bitch i need tempo so i'm listening to this song yeah. with my mom and she's singing along and she goes I'm a thick bitch. I need a tampon. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, "Stop!" <laughs> I was like, "That's not <laughs> it's like those
1: aren't quite the words." But okay, <laughs> that's that. See, and now and now you said it, so you're gonna remember this forever. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. The I mean, a and that
0: shit that comes out of nowhere with her all the time. And I'm like, why was I not ready? <laughs> like, I should just need to have a GoPro attached to my chest at like, all times. time. here's
1: the thing, though.
0: <laughs> what I need to,
1: this is what I need to know from your mom. I need to be like, listen, I, I just have one question. What did you think the lyric meant? <laughs> if you thought it was, I'm a thick bitch, I need a tampon. Like, I just want to hear what she thought. The purpose of that lyric was like that's what I'm curious about now. (laughs) What did you (laughs)
0: cry? What did you think? That's incredible. Yeah, it was. That was that was uh, definitely a one-liner for the books. Oh my gosh, so cute.
1: (laughs) That's incredible. Oh
0: yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. I just thought that you guys (laughs) would enjoy that little story. All right. (laughs) <laughs> um okay so I want to get into um these cuz I know that you can't be here all day although if I had the choice I would just lock you in here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you can't saying, I got checked with the camera.
1: <laughs> this is where is
0: this where it all ends? Yeah. You know, I'm fine though going down with you. It's, it's okay. Fine,
1: it's
0: fine. <laughs> um okay so <clears throat> I wanted to like I said earlier have yeah. like a little have like a loose. Everything around here is a loose theme, but um, I did works. have a couple. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, we did have a couple of people um, have a couple of questions here. Amazing. So, um, I think it's probably a good thing that we didn't get a ton actually because we run out of time. So um, God knows I'll
1: I'll yap about them all. <laughs>
0: Okay, so um oh, I'm looking at my notes now and I'm just remembering um real quick before we get really get into it. Um how do you feel about Valentine's Day in general? I would like to know.
1: Okay, so I know that I'm supposed to be like this is a Hallmark created holiday and fuck it and you know whatever, but I like I like Valentine's Same. Day. Same. <laughs>
0: same okay I'm like first of all any reason to celebrate anything or have a party or tell people you care about them or whatever I I don't care what day it is I completely agree
1: like give me a holiday every single week I'm on it yeah
0: totally and I don't know I feel like I don't I just don't understand the like bitterness that people I'm like Valentine's Day doesn't just have to be like it's single awareness day yeah I'm like Yes. Well, See, like that's, that's buy yourself a box of chocolates. That's and, my like, thing. Live is your best like, life. Forever. I don't like the idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
1: don't like. I don't like the idea of it. Literally, just being like, you must have a lover. Yeah, or else you don't have. To me, Valentine's Day was always. I mean, typically now I will go and like do something with my husband. Yeah, but for years and years and years, and I guess still now too, I would go out with my girls most of the time. Yeah and we'd have like a valentines day night and we would tell each other how much we love each other yeah. for like 4 hours and it was just a love fest well, and, and I, 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 I think it's so fun. I mean,
0: i personally enjoy seeing all the posts of all the people getting their flowers and they're this and they're that yeah. and i'm like whether it's a significant other or whatever it is, i'm like i think it and like in school growing up and like doing your little class valentines mm-hmm. and getting your little goodie bag full of like is all the your is class valentines
1: day traumatizing sure. But we all need it. You think it. so? I I mean it was always a little I loved bit it. I mean traumatizing in the sense that um you know, you'd always be like so nervous, like to have like pick the specific little foldy Valentine that made him know that I wanted more.
0: Oh. <laughs> it was I didn't like, have that problem. I would go up to boys and say, I have a secret to tell you and kiss them and run away. See, I needed that energy
1: so... in my life. <laughs> I needed your energy in my life. I have
0: zero chill. I'm a
1: I am so... I would just, like, overthink. Nothing has changed. Same. I would just overthink and be like, okay, are they going to be able to read into these 12 layers because I have this purpose and I'm hoping that I'll be able to take this further with him? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And I was just always so stressed out. And then when you would get that hinty valentine from the person in your class that you did not want to be a little boyfriend and girlfriend with. Oh, yeah.
0: I guess I kind of forgot about those. this
1: girl... Is a people pleaser, and I'm better at it now. I've changed, but for a long time I was one of those ones that I'm like, okay, I guess I'll be your like second grade girlfriend. And I just was like, no, not him, not him.
0: Oh my gosh, wow.
1: So I saw those like specific names, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Call that's out why, those people, but
0: I remember. That's names. why people like you and I make great friends because I'm the one that's like, what do you need accomplished here? Yes. Let me.
1: If you were with me you in like that one,
0: let me go. I'd be like, "Can
1: you please tell him it's a no for me?" Like, "Listen, Jimmy, <laughs> can you please remove my Valentine out of Jimmy's mailbox?" It's Like, I "You're would real sweet, that. but
0: it's not happening. Move on." <laughs>
1: oh my gosh.
0: But aside from that, no, I loved. It was so
1: it was always so fun yeah. and I, I love to like, at least with my family, my, my, um, parents, we always exchanged like Valentine's day, like cards and flowers and candy. And like my dad and mom Mm -hmm. would get them for me and I'd give them to them. It wasn't even super like ever focused on romantic relationships Yeah, totally. It was just like overall love.
0: Well, that, that's actually funny because that's, was going to lead me into like, so, My parents, I don't remember when they started doing it, but I mean, for as long as I can remember, every single year on Valentine's Day, they always come through with the, you know, the goodie basket or like the card or the balloon and like every single, I mean, up until now, I'm almost, I'm about to turn 28 and every single year, like, no, if I'm at work, if I'm at school, if I'm oh at home, God. whatever, like, I know on Valentine's Day, mom and dad are coming through and I'm going to get a little Valentine surprise. And that it's my favorite thing so ever. Sweet. It is. It's, I mean, not a surprise if you know my parents, but <laughs> so I just sweet. love that, like, even as we've gotten older and like, yeah, you know, it's, special. It's, it kind of went from like, being a little bit embarrassing cuz it's like oh god like you know mm-hmm. whatever and then oh, yeah. even in high school it's like that little bit of like oh is that from your mom and i'm yeah. like yeah motherfucker you got nothing so <laughs> exactly
1: i'm sorry that my parents love me <laughs> My bad. No, but for real. But I just was it's, like, it's okay, so... you know,
0: like I'll get older and like, they'll like give it a rest, but no, every single year and it's the best thing ever. And oh, I love no, it. It's so
1: nice. It's like, And see, some... I want to be able to do that for my daughter yeah, totally. and for her to like have Valentine's and the past couple Valentine's, like we've uh, spent with her. So like yeah. once she goes to sleep and we'll go out and have our night, yeah. but we'll do a little Valentine's like, you know, brunch or whatever beforehand. Yeah. And it's, a family thing. It's mm-hmm. not just, you yeah, know, I
0: love it. Let's go straight to the bedroom and pound it out. <laughs> <laughs> I do get a little nervous though because it's been a long time since I've like actually dated somebody like when Valentine's Day has happened. Yes. Um I mean I've had tons of boyfriends and whatever in the past, but like for whatever reason it always I've dodged Valentine's Day like mm-hmm. almost every time. So that's different this year, and I'm like, yeah. I do feel a little bit of pressure of sure. like, not from him, just up from myself because I'm a two, and I'm like, what, what can I do? How do I make you feel special? I need to do something, right? Even though he's probably not expecting anything at all, but I feel like this is all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> this is his Valentine's Day <laughs> present. All right, true. That's all. <laughs> But I'm like, I do, I'm just like, we've only been dating for a couple of months, so I'm like, I don't want to, like, set the expectation too high. we have got to have some, like, room to, like, sure, get better sure. if things keep working out. But I have, I do actually have, I, I have an idea of what we might do that will be, like, simple enough to where it's not, like, so over the top, but, like, will be meaningful for for him and i I guess, but mostly him
1: yeah, you can' yeah, you me. you can't you but, can't do too much
0: right no no, no. After that I've done that before, mm-hmm. and regret, <laughs> yeah, I
1: actually remember um my husband evan his his very the very first gift he ever gave me, God bless, was on our one month anniversary, and he gave me like a diamond necklace, now, mind you, the diamond was the size of a pinprick, and we were seventeen, but I was like what this for our one month and I remember his friends heckling him to death like dude what are you gonna do now you might as well just propose to her but he also told me that he was in love with me when he asked me out
0: he's a little extreme he's yeah that sounds like me (laughs) like I can relate it's a
1: little extreme (laughs) and I'm like as somebody who can be again in my head I love it I'm like I'm like oh my gosh yes validation I need it yeah but um, yeah. Sometimes if you go to, because then after that he was now like, what? "That oh, I mean,
0: there's still room to move up from there." But you guys have been together now how long? Like? Yeah, and we were, but we were also like, I mean, we were
1: kids, so yeah, it was yeah, like getting yeah. that. That was like yeah, the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. You got a diamond. You yeah. can't get better than that. Yeah.
0: But I'm more like <laughs> I've you know. certainly never received a diamond from anybody. So
1: <laughs> I'm like, that was all of his savings ever, just like scraped together. <laughs> and I'm just like, well. I got you this tank
0: top. <laughs> so, hope you like it. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> I thought
1: I really had knocked that one out of the park, but my bad. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs> my bad. I love it. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> first question here we have and this is so funny. I'm going to I'm just going to read it how she wrote it. She goes, Um, do you think it's true that people looking for love will never find it? Like, will love find you when you least expect it? Should I get off Tinder? (laughs) (laughs) Should I get off Tinder? Um, oh
1: gosh. That's a great question, though. I think that's such a good question. I mean, personally, I do feel... Keep talking. Personally, I do feel like, um... I don't wanna say like, get off Tinder. I think it's great to put yourself out there. And I think that it's awesome when people like, I don't know, make an, if they want, if someone is like interested in wanting to find love, like you go get it. But I think the difference is, that when it's all you care about
0: yes and that's
1: like your life fixation and you're more focused on the idea of finding love than loving yourself Mm -hmm. you're not gonna find it yeah because then it's almost like you what you're doing is just trying to find like the right fit and as soon as someone seems like maybe they could be the right fit you just lock on and you're not thinking about like is this actually good for me? Is this person who I actually want to be with? Do they better me? Do they make me feel like, you know, loved and whatever, just because you're more worried about the idea of having a partner. Um, But no, I I don't, I definitely don't think that like you should just live your life and like never go on a date, never go on a dating app. Yeah. You know, I think that that's totally, I think it's great to do that. Fine. If you want to do that, do that. But I definitely think, if it's your, if it's like I said, your fixation, you're not going to find it. Cause it does always seem like the second that someone makes themselves the priority, um, makes, you know, what they're passionate about the priority, whether it be like spending more time with friends or pursuing your dreams or whatever, that's when you all of a sudden find someone. Yeah. And
0: I think it's definitely more about like that than it, uh, because it's, there's so many different ways to meet people or to, find your person if that's what you're if that's what you want Mm -hmm. or whatever and it's specifically with like you know male female relationships there's this like weird old school like mentality of you know the man has to chase the woman and the woman just has to kind of like well I'm just gonna go Mm -hmm. along and live my life and not be on any apps and just not care about finding something and someone will come along and sweep me off it's like that damsel it's also I'm like it's okay to want Oh, To yeah. be in a relationship and to actively be like pursuing that, whatever that looks like and like to make a first move or to mm-hmm. say like, hey, like this is what I want. I'm not making it, you know, I, I'm making myself a priority first, but also like I would like to be in, oh. you know, I'd like to have a partner or whatever. It's like there's nothing wrong with with going on dates and, mm-hmm. and meeting people and, and fig- you know, actively pursuing that, but in a way that, like, kind of like what you're saying Mm. is healthy and just not, not this, like, fixation of, like, I need to be with somebody and I don't really care who it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Right. And I I completely agree with you. I
1: think that, I think that there is nothing wrong with wanting love. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I I mean, I feel like most everyone wants it. Yeah. And I think that the, you know, not to call out any friends in your life, but... (laughs) I feel like you we you can tell the difference between that friend in your life who would is wanting to have a partner who goes on dates, who enjoys dating people, is looking for the one though versus the person who's just obsessed with wanting yes. to get wifed up. Yeah. Totally. There's a there's a different energy. Yeah. Um and I think if you don't know if you're that, then you are. <laughs> If you have to ask
0: your friend right now, like, am I the one? It's probably you. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's the thing. Well, and I feel like we've, I mean, I, I know I've been in that place before. I'm just like, I just want to settle down. I yes. just want to have my person. It's like, okay, you're nice to me and you're not a complete asshole. Okay, let's do this. Like, let's, you know what I mean? Of course. But then you kind of realize that that's, you know, that, that that's not sustainable. And that's, you want to have that person who compliments you and who you can get along with and who you know, you can be friends with and, mm-hmm. and it takes, I mean, it's hard to, f- I mean, it's hard to find someone to go on a second date with, much less like Mary, yep. if that's what you want to do. <laughs> Correct. I'm like, think about how many like people are on this earth and if you're going on, let's say you're going on three dates a week, like the odds of finding that perfect match of compatibility mm-hmm. and moral, you know being on the same level like with your morals and your beliefs and you know whatever it is that you're looking for is very slim let's Mm -hmm. be honest and it's like if that's really what you want to find you're gonna have to go on some dates and meet some people probably not going to be the first person you go on (laughs) a date with if it is good for you but just kind of being it kind of comes down to just being self-aware of like what Mm -hmm. do i want what are my priorities What do I expect from another person? And being able to kind of like sniff that out when you are dating and not just going with the first guy that's nice to you or whatever. And
1: especially as women, I think that we always have to like check in to think, do, is this really what I want? Or is this what like society growing up told me I wanted that like I'm not worth enough if I don't have a man. Like you look around and see your friends and you're like, oh, somehow they're quote-unquote better because yeah. they found someone and I have it. Yeah. That is a narrative that's bullshit yeah. that we were taught growing up. Um, you know, I think that it's changing a little bit now, which I, it is amazing. But yeah. there's still that, like, growing up with the princess, looking for the prince, that whole idea that I think it is important for, especially as women, that we, like, check in occasionally and be like, is this really what I want or do I just not see enough value in myself yes. alone if that's the case, then it's like, hey, it's time to just self-love like crazy yeah, and do, totally. do you and focus on yourself and then let love come to you. But, yeah. you know, if you know that it's like,
0: no, I
1: I see my value. I see my totally. worth. Um,
0: Not to say that, of man. and I've said, I've said this before on my podcast in another episode. I don't remember which one it was, but I I, I on that kind of same coin, like, the flip side of like, when people say like, oh, you have to love yourself before you can love another person or another person can love you. I don't 100% agree with that sentiment just because it's like, we all have insecurities. We all have things we don't like about ourselves. and we're not, you know, we're not all walking around the perfect people like, well, I know my yeah. value. and I'm, I'm great. So realized. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like now I can love some. It's like, no, I think, I don't, I don't think it's fair to say that if, You know, some days you don't love yourself or some days you, you feel like shit or whatever. And that doesn't make you unlovable or make it so that it's not possible for you to feel love for somebody else. Um, but it is important to, to get to a place where you are okay on your own and you're okay. Like either way of like, you know, like even if it is something that you like really want is a partner and a family Mm -hmm. and whatever, that's fine. But getting to a place of being comfortable with yourself enough to, like, be okay mm-hmm. being on your own is super important. Yeah, um,
1: Yeah. no, I've said it, I've said it, I think, numerous times on our podcast before, but one of the biggest transitions for me in my relationship with my husband before we got married is that we had broken up and we were unhealthy. It yeah. was too intense Sucking the life out of each each other. I wasn't making myself the priority. He wasn't making himself the priority. We were just just trying to take care of each other's needs. And it wasn't healthy because I was at a place in my life where I was like, I need him to survive. I need him to survive. And for me to get to a healthy point in our relationship was when I realized I didn't need him to be okay, but I didn't want him. Yeah. So when we were broken up, all of a sudden it was like this realization where I finally came to a, like a place in my, in my uh, being that I knew that I didn't need him and I was going to be totally fine. Yeah, I'd go on with my life. I could love myself, try, start learning how yeah. to,
0: but I didn't need him. Yeah.
1: But I did want
0: him in yeah. my life. So and, that's the sentiment I can get behind. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then it was like, and then we were able to start a relationship again that, you know, granted had many hiccups. But was a lot healthier because it was like, okay, we want to make this work. Yeah. And so we're going to really try our best, yeah. but we don't
0: need this to
1: work to survive.
0: Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. Well, and yeah, another point too, like off of that is the whole, I, I absolutely hate this, like you're my better half or like, you know, Mm-mm. I was this and you were that and we came together and now we're whole. And I'm like, Mm-mm. No you should be two whole individuals Mm -hmm. in this partnership. And it's like, you know, two heads are better than one, I guess, or however you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. But I just personally, and listen, I am no relationship (laughs) expert. In fact, I haven't had very many success. I've had no successful ones because they've all ended. Well, I'm in one now, but it's, it's fresh anyway, but I've had enough life experience of my own and, watching other people and observing other things where it's like you I don't know it's like I I just don't understand where that comes from it's like you're kind of saying it's like Mm -hmm. I don't need you Mm -hmm. but I I, like I can live without you but I don't want to kind of a thing you know and I love that I think that's a really good perspective to be coming from when you are dating or or if you're already married or if you're single and you're looking if that's what you're looking for, like to just keep that in mind of like, yeah. um, cause I was talking to one of my girlfriends um, because of course dating when you have a kid is a, there's some, a yeah. lot more that goes into it oh, and yeah. a lot I can't more imagine, pressure. I can't imagine. Yeah. And I was talking to my girlfriend and just, you know, kind of telling her about, you know, this new relationship I'm in and this and that and excited about it and whatever. But also like, all those anxieties of like, okay, but if it doesn't work out, I already feel so invested. And, mm-hmm. you know, my kid's involved and, you know, it's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she just was like, well, you were fine without him before. And if it doesn't work out, you're going to still be fine because Ooh. you're still the same person. And I'm like, that is a good friend. <laughs> right? That's a great, that's She's actually nice. my um astrology twin. She's also Pisces, Virgo, really? Aries. hmm She's oh, kind of wild. It's almost like, I <laughs> know. Kind of, I'm like, you want to talk about another half? Yeah. It's, it's
1: like, no, that, um, that's but incredible It seems advice. so simple,
0: but just like, I mean, it's just such a good perspective and a good thing to kind of have in the back no, of your powerful. brain or whatever when you're, when you are in that place of dating and no, it's wanting it. to find a relationship or whatever. Right. Well,
1: even like this, uh, this person's question, even asking, like, you know, is looking for love uh like you know is looking for love not going to be the way that i find it yeah and i think just bouncing off of what we're saying it's it's one of those things where it's like if you have that mindset that are you okay right now yeah okay good and if you want love go looking for it yeah but you have to like know that you're okay right now yeah you know and be in that place when you're not okay and you're looking when for you're, somebody to
0: fill a void. Exactly. When you're maybe
1: not healthy <laughs> yeah. and you feel like, like for for example, when I was in like the throes of some mental health stuff and I was looking for someone to be a bandaid for me, um, then I would have, if I could have talked to myself now, I'd be like, do not go looking for love right now. Like yeah. look for love in different places in friendships and family like yeah. in yourself. But maybe this is, you know, maybe not the time to do that. But yeah. I think if like, you're like, no, I'm good now
0: look for love yeah. You. Yeah. yeah and if you want to get off Tinder because you're sick of it because I've been there then do that and if you want to keep dating and swiping if you want to keep swiping do that yeah <laughs> I've definitely gone through my phases like, I'm sick of this. I'm deleting all my apps and whatever. And then I'm like, all right, I'm back. (laughs) It was a good 24 hours. I'm like, I don't have time to meet someone organically. That's just not my life. Oh my gosh. No,
1: honestly, I don't know how. Who
0: has the time? I don't know how that happens anymore, to be honest. I mean, there's a part of me that kind of like has this romantic idea that someone, you're going to meet someone at the grocery store, like in like this unassuming you know scenario and fall in love and the whole thing but it's like listen that's that shit's not reality and
1: let's be honest in this day and age if you meet a guy at the grocery store you better believe that he knows that's where he's gonna go pick up women and so he was looking for you (laughs) anyway it wasn't a meet cute he's been stalking you around the aisles for the past like three weeks anybody seen you you
0: You trying to get murdered in a glass box because i'm not I mean, when you look at it that way, Bumble's safer. Just Do Bumble. (laughs) Do Bumble.
1: Honestly, like, the only Uh, reason that I really want to be on a dating app right now is because um, this is so obnoxious, but a lot of people that I know are on Raya or Raya or whatever, which is uh like the The quote-unquote celebrity celebrity dating app, which, by the way, you don't have to be a celebrity to be on Raya. You just have to, like, know someone who knows someone. Yeah. You have to be connected to someone to someone to recommend you for the app. So there's a lot of people on there who are far from celebrity. Um, but when you go on, all of a sudden, someone will pop up that you're like, Helen Mirren, <laughs> you're on this? Yeah. Like, crazy people are on yeah. the app. I'm like, I just want to go on to just know who else is out there looking for
0: love. Oh, my God. You know? We went to um, – Caitlin Bristow did her, like, live Oh, like the live off the vine. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So me and a bunch of my girlfriends went to the one in Seattle, yeah. and Blake was her – DJ. Oh my gosh. Obsessed. I like how DJ's in close. <laughs> Precious Blake, AKA he p- pressed play on the Spotify playlist and had like, it was full <laughs> on the headphones with like the DJ booth. And I'm like, oh you're not gosh. doing anything. Like, but, he's
1: not scratching track. I don't know. I don't know any DJ like, <laughs> but he's
0: so, um, they were talking and, and they're like, Oh, Blake's on Bumble and this and that. So I get on my Bumble and I'm like, furiously swiping through. I'm like, I want to find him on there. And I did. Okay. So I found. obviously, we're in the same room. Like, it can't be that hard to find him. I put my radius to, like, one mile. Yeah. (laughs) We were just, like, in (laughs) 300 square feet. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't a match, but well screw you blake (laughs) blake horseman is on bumble you know what's so funny is i had a girlfriend
1: who um a girlfriend that's cute it's my babysitter but i consider her a girlfriend she's wonderful it's fine um but she told me she was like i just i keep seeing blake on bumble constantly there was someone else too that she mentioned from bachelor nation who she keeps seeing on bumble yeah and um they weren't matching up with her either, so again, screw you. You're by the out way, with
0: quality women. I have to say, whatever your opinion is about these bachelor people, they are so much better looking in person. It's insane, wild, huh? It's insane, yeah. Like, I didn't you think, think they're stunning. In I didn't real think life? anything about Blake. I'm like, yeah, whatever, he's like a good looking guy, and compared yes. to like all the other 12 out of 10s on the show, like he kind of yes. seems a bit average, but then in person, I was like. Oh, I get it now.
1: Oh, that's the thing. I get it. It's like, oh no, you're like, oh, if you Jason look beautiful, too. is Jason? He Adonis? was there. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh my god, what are you, Adonis? Hello. Me? <laughs> Who gave
0: I you permission? Well, Everyone is just so
1: beautiful on the show, anyways. Yeah. and yeah, you're always shocked in person when you meet, and you're like, how are you? First of all, number one, you're so sh- like everyone's so short everyone's the girls. so tiny I, yeah all the girls are yeah. so bitty. Oh, yeah. yeah and i'm like an average height and yeah. i always just feel like a giantess standing next to them like looking down like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> here i could just put you in my pocket and carry you around all day yeah but then the guys are so tall
0: like what is this it's trippy oh my gosh trippy oh you know what before we go on, you just reminded me of something that really bothers me, and this is going to— oh, I love this. This is going to be a controversial take, and I live for it. Yes, so, please. Um, we're just going to do this segment now. I usually wait till the end, but screw no, it. Let's it just us. do it now. Okay. So, speaking of short women and tall men, uh huh. The height difference. Okay. This. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. I don't care. Um. <laughs> something that really annoys me. Is when I see a girl who's like, you know, five foot, give or take a couple inches, mm-hmm. and is dating her with a guy who's like six, nine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? There are women in this world who are six foot know, and above. I know, I know. And they don't, I'm sorry. If you're like, call me a ger- gender stereotyping height like judging your height shaming. bitch i don't care <laughs> it's not fair i'm like short girls who are that short should not be allowed to be with men who are over like six three honestly it should not if be allowed. i was like
1: like, a, like i don't care that you're height. in love
0: and everything else is working out stop it <laughs> i don't
1: care if you're happy you can
0: find someone else share there are plenty of people we don't believe in soulmates you can find
1: a ton of people or, or like, like
0: also too. I I've had girlfriends before who like are like, I won't date anyone under six foot. I'm like, why? You're five four. Yeah, the whole, get over the yourself. Whole,
1: I, yeah, I'm not a fan of like the the. Listen, people... we all
0: want a, a tall man or someone who makes us feel small. Maybe you don't. I mean, it's nice, but yeah, it's like at the end of the day, like I always feel. A I little... just feel. I'm. I just feel bad for the tall girls. I'm not tall, but I no, feel no, bad no, for yeah. the tall girl. Me too. I'm <laughs> like, there aren't that many guys out there that are like six five to six nine and they were they're made for you and they're with these five foot girls i'm like no i know i always get uncomfy (laughs) i always
1: get uncomfy just in general when people are like they have to be blonde or they have to be above six whenever there's specific rules physically i'm always a little bit like yeah but i mean but, like, what about living with the person for the next, like, 60 years? Yeah, seriously. I, I completely get the specific rules when it comes yeah. to personality, lifestyle, whatever, just because you're like, this is what I need yeah. for my life. Whatever. Great. Yeah. You set your rules. You write your lists, girl. Like, yeah. your guy. Whatever. I don't care. But when it comes to, yeah, the, the physical stuff, I'm always just like, but does he have to be six yeah. foot? Because I know there are a ton of amazing men who are, like, 5'9".
0: Oh, I love, a f- I love a 5'9", man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> They're not relying on their height, either. Yes, They're opening exactly. doors. Yes. <laughs> I love someone who is average height or around 5'9", and, like, maybe, like... <laughs> also in bed, awesome. Oh, yeah. Because you line up better. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, there's so much I want to say right now, but I don't want to get in trouble. I probably already am, but... I, I'll save it for, for, a in sitting in my chair in the salon conversation. No.
1: Hey, listen, I'm like, (laughs) listen, I, when I'm, um, I'm like five, five. Yeah. If I'm having sex with someone who's five, nine, that shit's great. It's perfect. We're like all lined up. Yeah. But at the same time, I've never been with someone, I've never been with someone who, if I'm five, five, then maybe I've never been with someone who's like Six nine, so maybe that's amazing too. When you do have the height difference, I don't know because I've never experienced it. Uh, I haven't ever
0: been with anyone. I've definitely been with a couple guys that are like really tall and like large. And honestly, it, it's I mean it's fine, but it's not yeah. like any like it's not any like more satisfying than somebody who's not.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, I've never been with anyone who's.
0: Like, like extremely taller than me or
1: anyone who's extremely shorter than oh, me oh i've so done that too the the one who's like very very not
0: extremely older. shorter but like sh- shorter than me which for a man is short because i'm five, five too. yeah so i think i think the shortest guy i've ever been with was like five three okay yeah yeah well i i guess and he was fun He was a yeah, fun time i guess i dated well
1: I think I guess I'm thinking like in extremes like if I'm five five then he's five foot <laughs> that's like a little bit. yeah but I dated a guy for like a year and a half who was maybe an inch and a half shorter than me so he was like about five the same. three and a half yeah. and I don't know we never really had sex because it turns out that he he was gay but oh
0: oh I dated a gay guy Did once you? too an accident. Oh, I
1: oh, it was one of the best relationships uh, I've mine ever had. Wasn't, no, I, minus minus like very much missing the fact that we weren't having sex.
0: He was like, one of my best friends. Yeah, years
1: when years didn't go well. Yeah,
0: well, it was actually enough time has gone by to where I feel like I can talk about it now. Okay, because um, I don't. I mean, if I don't think he's been, he would be listening to this. I think he's probably over it. But he was for a little while after I broke up with him. Like he kept like I would like see him like lurking on my Instagram. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, pretty much exactly a year ago, I was dating this guy for a couple of months, met him online on Tinder, I think, and uh, he was pretty much the first guy I had, like, actually dated since my son's dad, which that I don't even really count. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, (laughs) But it was the first time since having my son that I had, like, gone on more than one or two dates with somebody. And we ended up dating for, I don't know, two or three months. And kind of like what we are talking about earlier was, like, he was kind of just, like, the first nice guy to come along that, like, wasn't a complete asshole. But, like, it was not a match. Like, we didn't – we had, like – I mean, I I tried really – you know when you try to force the, like, physical chemistry, but Mm -hmm. it's just really not there Mm -hmm. because – they're a nice person and you're like, well, this person is good for me. So like, let me try to make it work. Yeah. And like I said, first relationship or person I had dated like since having my son. And so it was just all a weird, it was a weird time for me. But anyway, he was a super nice guy, very respectful, very thoughtful, like whatever. But there were just, there were like lots of things. Like the chemistry just really wasn't there. Okay. He was quite frankly pretty boring. Like never wanted to leave the house. Like even to like go to dinner once in a while. Like didn't even want to do that. Oh really? And I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be hard. For this me. is not gonna yeah, work. No. I'm I'm not extremely extroverted, but I like to be around other people and just the like energy, yes, yes, sure, exactly. Sure. Um. So anyway, after a couple of months, I was just like, you know what? Like you're you're a really sweet person, but like I just don't think this is going to turn into anything so yeah. I would rather cut it off now. And so I broke it off with him and like every it wasn't like dramatic like everything was fine um and uh <laughs> Like, a maybe a month or two after I broke it off with him, like, he would sporadically still, like, hit me up and be like, hey, let's go grab lunch or, like, let's do this. And I'm like, oh, now you want to go to fucking yeah, lunch? Yeah, you're like, like well,
1: what about when we were sitting on the couch was, constantly? What was happening
0: when we were actually, like, yeah. no, it's too late. Like, what are you talking about? Also, like... It, no like there's nothing between yeah, us like, like it's just I mean happen. if and I I straight up told him I was like listen I'm not interested w- in anything more than a platonic friendship with you and even that is questionable yeah so like <laughs> if and I felt bad because he was he had just moved to my town he was from out of town oh, and okay, didn't yeah. really know anybody so I was like listen if you're looking for like a very like strictly pr- platonic friendship I'm totally cool with that I'm cool to like show you around and like help you kind but of like nothing's get involved in the community us. but it's sure. just Just like there's nothing else. Yeah. So that he hit me up a couple of times and was like being really adamant, which I was like, this is so weird. Like, why weren't you doing that when we were like actually dating? Like,
1: that's that's really odd.
0: So strange. So so I get a text message one day from one of my best friends, um, who's gay. Okay. And he goes, guess who I just saw on Tinder? And I was like like totally out of context me and this guy have been you know I broke up with him a couple of months right. ago I'm like I don't know who just tell me like how, how am I supposed to guess and he sends me a screenshot of this guy that I dated yeah and I was like well did you swipe right like did you match with him like did you see if he matched with you and he's like not yet I'm nervous I'm like do it <laughs> like what kind of friend are you <laughs> So he swipes right and then takes another screenshot and sends it to me with like the when you match with someone it says like it's a match or right. whatever on their picture they and match. sends it to, yeah <gasps> full yeah okay I was like send him a message and then this is where my fr- I'm like I'm not going to call him out by name but I'm just like Send him a message, and he's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "You're like you. You have don't have to sense- say anything weird. Just be like hi, and see if he responds." Like, I just need to. I'm like, I just dated this guy, yeah, and now he's like swiping right on men on Tinder, and like, I had zero clue. Like, I have to know. And he ended up not sending him a message or anything, and I was just like, whatever. So, so then after I find out this information, by the way, disclaimer. I don't give a shit if you're into guys and girls, like do you, but like if you're dating someone or in a relationship with someone for that long, it's like, if that is something you're curious about, like I would like to know. Uh, absolutely. Like, wait, so was he,
1: was he, were you guys having sex? Yes. Okay. So he's, he's like, he's bisexual.
0: I don't know. So, okay. So I'm getting to that part. Yeah. So, so after I find this out, he keeps hitting me up, like wanting to hang out, being very persistent. Okay. And in the back of my head, I'm like. Do you like dudes and women? Do you just like dudes? Like, are you trying to make me your cover up? Like, what's yeah. going on here? Because he comes from like a very conservative, like southern yeah, family, like how- from the deep south. And like, yeah. so on one hand, I'm like, I feel bad, but also like, I need some honesty here. Of course. So, so he's hitting me up and in the back of my head. I'm like, why? What's your intention? Like, I know your secret
1: (laughs) Be honest. just tell me the truth
0: so I I just straight up asked him I was like listen you know like this is kind of uncomfortable and it's totally I mean if you're not ready to talk about it I totally get it it's none of my business we're not dating anymore but you know my friend recognized you from you know a photo he saw of us together when we were dating matched with you on tinder like he's a man you're a man what's up with that basically right And I was, like, laid it out in a way that was, like, this is a judgment-free zone. Like, you can be honest with me. Like, I'm not going to think any differently of you. I just, I'm very confused and I feel weird that we were dating for this long and having sex. And, like, were you doing things behind my back that I don't know Mm -hmm. about? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. or even just, I don't know. I just feel like that's... Not that anyone owes another person, you know, well, when you're their in, full sexual history or no, anything. No, no, not but, at all.
1: But when you're in a relationship for a, for a decent amount of time, I think that it's important to be communicative. Well, and then
0: that's also, that's you know, it's shocking to find
1: there out. There were definitely and, and
0: conversations that him and I had had where it would have been a great opportunity for him to be like, Hey, by the way, right. you know, I'm curious about men or I'm, you know, whatever, whatever right, the case right. was. So I just asked him and his response was really weird. He, he was like, he's like, Oh, well, yeah, I had it set to men and women and I was just messing around. And, um, that was wrong of me. Like I was just like messing with people. I was like mostly women. And like, sometimes a guy would pop up and I was just doing it to like joke around or something. And I was like, you're a 38 year old man. I don't think it was a joke, and I don't really believe you, but anyway, it just was really crazy and weird, and I'll probably never know if he is gay or bi or whatever the case may be, but it was just, like, a crazy thing that happened, and... Yeah. I hope never happens again. <laughs>
1: like just let's just communicate with each other. Let's just be open <laughs> to each other. We love a relationship that communicates, uh, honestly. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so moving right along. <laughs> um, I that was like we started with this question about like should I get off I know, Tinder how and we like even... just went <laughs>
1: how Way. Do we even go? That's just But the... we did we did do a full circle <laughs> via Tinder.
0: True True. It
1: always comes back to Tinder.
0: (laughs) This is why I love having a podcast because I'm such a long winded bitch. (laughs)
1: Honestly, when we first started Chatty Broads, everyone was just kept commenting too tangenty, too long winded. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's just how we are. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. You don't like it? (laughs) Go away. (laughs) That's what it's like. If you'd like to hear a TED talk, go elsewhere because it's just going to be a lot of me flapping the gums. (laughs) Yeah. I like to talk.
0: I hate when people like to like, like, this hasn't happened to me yet, but I've seen on other podcasts and people like go and leave one star and like write like a nasty review. I'm like, what's the, what do you think you're accomplished? Like yeah. you're trying to take people, just if you feel some type of way about something, send a personal message about it. Yeah, like, I mean, that's definitely appreciated. I, would, I will say, I, you know,
1: I, what I do, what I will appreciate is when someone will write a one star review, um, and then if you stop doing what they don't like, then they will change it. True, That's that is nice. an option, yeah. That's nice. I, it makes me sad when people leave um, one-star reviews about stuff that seems m- minuscule to me. Totally. That sometimes can be disheartening. I know, I'm like, where, is it
0: really one star? Like, yeah. you couldn't have at least done, like, three... <laughs> It's always because like, you didn't like
1: right, right. I'm my like, laugh in this part. Oh like, no, that's the thing. It's, it'll be like, yeah, if you give a one star and you're like, I don't like the way that this and they, and they, this person does this, and I don't think that this podcast is put together correctly, or they said something that was completely out of line, and I'm upset. Like you know, okay, yeah, yeah you you speak your truth. If they're like they're saying shit that's like not okay, you put the one star review up. But sometimes when it's like one star because literally just like you're annoying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're I'm annoying like, like okay well you don't have to be here no one's forcing like, you you, you, you don't just, have a gun to I'm your like, head you can
1: just send me a dm every day and tell me i'm annoying i'd rather you do that than just leave a one star overall because if you think i'm annoying you don't necessarily think beck is annoying so don't leave the one star for becca if you just think i'm annoying just tell me i'm annoying it's fine oh i
0: sent a full like a long email to i mean you're gonna die um you guys have had nick by all on your podcast Uh and you've been on his Uh and I don't listen to his like religiously but I I, I've listened to quite a few of his episodes and there was one that I listened to where he does you know his ask Nick you know questions or whatever yeah and this gal called in and was asking all these questions and like I I get very um defensive for other people when it comes to like anything regarding like mental health Yes. Um, because I have quite a few people that are very close to me who struggle with like serious, yes. um, mental health disorders mm-hmm. and it pisses me off that people talk about it in a certain way and that it's so stigmatized and I get like really fired up about it. Anyway, they had, he had this caller call in and was asking about this guy, that she started seeing and he like had just been diagnosed with bipolar disorder or mm-hmm. or something. I don't know if he was, it was that or if it was something else, but he was obviously going through a lot and like had a lot of like mental health stuff going on. Anyway, the way that he, and listen, this is no shade to Nick. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a bad person. Um But just, and maybe he just hasn't had the same experiences, but the way he was talking to this girl and like what he was saying to her and the advice he was giving to her was like, in my opinion very insensitive mm. to mm. that situation and the way he was talking it just came off like he really had no idea. like it's you can tell when people yeah are um more educated or aware or know people who suffer from mental illness and like they the language is di- it's just different the way yeah. they talk about it is yeah. just different yeah. and I don't think he had any bad intentions Ooh. or whatever but like It was to a point where like it actually made me sick and I was like I can't believe that you have this platform and all these you know thousands or however many people listen Mm -hmm. and like that's how you're talking about this one subject and like I know it's impossible to please everybody at some point you're going to piss someone off with something you say story of my life but (laughs) um but I don't know I just it really irked me and I was like I was very tempted to like leave an angry review but I was like okay Layla get it together. (laughs) Calm down. What is the most effective like plan here? So I, I don't know if it's his personal email or if it was, you know, his manager or whoever, but I did, I sent an email to whatever email address I could find basically just being like, Hey, you know, like this is what I think about this. You might want to just maybe be a little bit more aware Mm -hmm. of the kind of advice you're giving people on stuff that it doesn't sound like you really know anything about. And like, you know, you have people who listen to you who probably really look up to you. And if Mm -hmm. there's somebody who struggles with what you're talking about, like that can be really um, damaging Mm -hmm. for them to hear. And like, anyway, it was a whole thing, but all that to say, like I stopped myself
1: from like writing an angry review. It's like, no, uh, what you did is super impactful. And I'll say this from like a place of having had this happen a bunch is that when you do have a platform and you, you, you live and you learn. I yeah, mean, at the totally. end of the day, I've made so many mistakes on our podcast and I have put my foot in my mouth a hundred times. Yeah. I've said things where I was like I am not educated on it and I say it like fact. And yeah. when people send emails that, or specifically emails, I will say but emails or DMs that are like kind and not like like angry, angry yeah. but are hurt they're hurt or they're frustrated, or they want to be like, hey, what you did was out of line, and you need to know more about this. Those are have been so helpful for me, because... Yeah. Now, granted, it can be the most overwhelming thing in the world when people are yeah. sending things about... It's hard, because when people are sending things... Um, that are just a personal thing where like they had one, a personal situation and obviously it is so real to them, but like you can't necessarily, like you said, please everyone. Yeah. When there's something like what you're talking about, where we're talking about mental health, it's, I think that that's so valuable and it's important. And honestly, especially with someone like Nick too, it's like Nick is so blunt and like, you know, the way that he says that I, I can tell you knowing him that he took note.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it even ever even got in front of his eyes, but yeah, totally. Then he's one of those people that's like, well, and that's why I was like, you know what? I could just let it go and get over it and you know, whatever, be upset and then just Mm -hmm. move on. Or it's like, no, this is, this is, I feel like I put it on myself, but like my own, like self-proclaimed personal responsibility to stand Mm -hmm. up for people who maybe aren't doing it for themselves and it's important. I'm like, how, how can I, it's important like, cause as a
1: podcast host, like you don't know everything. Yeah, and You haven't had like, you know, maybe he hasn't had experiences or isn't around that. And it's important for him to yeah. know that. And I think that it's, it's so valuable. Like when I'll receive an email from yeah. someone I know during, um, some of like the Luke P stuff during the season and how he was. And Beck and I would say certain things. And I've, I ended up getting emails from people that were so valuable to me who had gone through trauma that I never had that helped us with the way to frame certain language because yeah. it was triggering or hurtful for them. That I never would have known if someone yeah. wouldn't have set like communicated totally. that with me. But it was the kind emails that meant everything because, you know, you're able to like put your guard down and be like, oh totally this person Yeah.
0: Well is you're never hurt. gonna you're never gonna convince somebody to see things the way you see them by being angry and attacking mm-hmm. them. That's mm-hmm. just not that's just not the way it works. No. But Anyway.
1: <laughs> and now we're done. And
0: uh, that's it. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> write a nice Please. review. If you have something angry to say, DM me.
1: If you have something angry to say, write it, but also give it five
0: stars. <laughs> yeah. Five yes. stars, angry message. <laughs> write your angry reviews, but make sure it's a five star one. <laughs> five at least. Stars. It's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. It's been over an hour. So I have one last thing here. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it probably is going to take a couple of minutes, um, but I wanted to make sure we um, put this one in here. Please. Okay. So I'm just going to read it pretty much exactly how it was written. It's long. <laughs> okay. So a friend of mine um, wrote in and said, um, I love my mom a lot but she's also a functioning alcoholic and has mentally and emotionally abused my brother and I for 20 years. It's been a lot of therapy and stuff to sort through struggles with guilt and never feeling good enough continuously seeking outside validation, not to mention how it has drawn us to people in romantic relationships who are not good for us, which spirals into a whole other set of problems. Basically when you have a close family member who you're drawn to by nature and love unconditionally, How do you balance your love for them and also do what is needed to take care of and protect yourself from their toxicity? Is that even possible? Mm. Oh, man.
1: Well, first of all, I'm so sorry that you have to handle that. As a child, that's just something that the burden of that is, like, truly unspeakable, especially when it's a parent that you're having to, um, to walk through that with. I mean... Personally, I think that obviously family is so important, and um, I am in a situation where I feel very blessed because I have two parents who are healthy, and even though sometimes they can be a pain in my ass, (laughs) you know, I'm not having to necessarily have the burden like this person does. Um, And I think that it's important for you, and they say this about caretakers in general, right? Like, sometimes caretakers don't take care of themselves, and when they don't take care of themselves, they're not able to be good caretakers. Yeah. And it seems like you've had to become, put in this position to almost be, like, an emotional caretaker for your mother. And you have to know that if you are not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to be a good caretaker to her. And what it may look like taking care of yourself may mean is having to step back. Um... And I don't know, you know, necessarily, obviously from, from the message, if it's, um, with your mother, like, has there ever been like rehab involved? Like, I don't know what that looks yeah. like. Um, so, and I'm not an expert when it comes to something totally. like this, so I don't want to speak into it. But, um, if there have been measures taken, um, and I don't know if she's saying she doesn't want to deal with them or whatever, like you need to truly protect yourself and communicate I believe with your mother that like you love her so much but that you can only that there's a line and there's a boundary and I think like clear boundaries have to be set yeah um obviously it's so so difficult because it's a parent and you love her and you want to take care of her but sometimes you do have to know that you are not helping someone if sometimes that help may just be, um, what's the word? No, I'm spacing, but, (laughs) uh, but sometimes you're in a situation where, you know, you're making, um, this specific word is literally like going to make me crazy, but hate when that happens I know I hate it I lose it it's that it's that literal pregnancy brain that is still there sometimes yeah the the baby's been out for like four years yeah um but yeah just make (laughs) sure you take care of yourself take care of yourself and and it's not it's not your burden to have to go through every moment of your day always having to you know
0: yeah yeah well at the end of the day it's like I mean, I definitely, not the same at all, but I have a situation where I have a family member right now who is just, it's, it's a, it's, there's been, there's been a huge rift in our family dynamic um, the last few months and I guess mm-hmm. over the last year because of a specific thing um, that I can't really talk about, but I, I get it on the level of like, I have had to step back personally and just think like, okay, this is how I feel about this situation. And then look at, you know, what is, what is going to be the best possible way to deal with this and still protect myself, my son, Mm -hmm. um, my, you know, you gotta look out for number one. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, basically when it comes to stuff that's completely out of your control and, the element of it being a family member and somebody you care deeply about and love and no matter what they do to you or how bad they hurt you, it makes it a million times harder. But at the end of the day, it's like you've got to have those boundaries and just figure out like what is going to be best for your own um, mental health and your own safety and kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's just what I've been learning and it's, I mean, certainly not easy at all. It's Mm -hmm. like, but I don't know for me, it's been kind of like, what that looks like is I can't be around this person because of the choices they're making and the people that they're choosing to surround themselves with and and it's shitty and I miss them and I wish it was different but until things change or if if unless unless something changes it's just not worth um, me feeling unsafe and you know and not like I'm not talking about like physically unsafe but right. just um no
1: like emotionally yeah to yeah yourself um, for
0: sure. and it's like I said it doesn't it's not easy um but you know people are gonna get away with whatever you let them get away mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and sometimes loving another person is gonna look like stepping back and just letting them live their life yeah. and make their choices and kind of from a distance, you know, I don't know.
1: You know, you want to be there. You want to be there for someone, obviously, especially in a dire situation. Totally. And especially like uh, your mom. But at the same time, if her choices that she makes on a daily basis are negatively impacting your life to the point where it's affecting your relationship or your ability to find a relationship, affecting your work, all these things, like... You can't carry that burden entirely. Yeah. And it might, what may have to happen is that you have to like put a boundaries and say, I can't interact with you in this way, this way, and this way, because, and I also do think that it is really, really important to remember communication because I think especially sometimes with family members we can let that get a little loosey goosey, where you don't want to hurt someone. Yeah. So you think that about them, but you're not straightforward. I would say, to the best of your ability, be very direct with your mother. Tell your mother what sh- what her uh, addictions are doing. And how they are affecting your life negatively. Yeah. Because all I can say is I don't know what it's like to be in that situation. Yeah. But I do know what it's like to be a parent. And I know that if my kid came to me and told me that what I was doing was breaking her, it would be a wake-up call. Now, granted, when someone it has an addiction this is like, this is a disease. This is something that's going to be just bigger than, you know, me being like, Oh, I feel bad. But it yeah. might be if you haven't really, really communicated what, um, her choices are doing, like, and how they're affecting your, her, uh, your life, it may be a push that she may need because I know sometimes with me, it's like, especially when it comes to family, you don't necessarily tell them, all the truths because you don't want to hurt them, but sometimes people need to hear what's hurtful to yeah. realize what they're actually doing. Yeah.
0: Well, and I mean, I, I, there definitely can be, I mean, be prepared for backlash and yeah, absolutely. maybe like not the response or outcome that you're hoping for, because I mean, that's just human nature is to get mm-hmm. defensive when someone's telling you something you maybe don't want to hear yeah, or not course. ready to hear, but you know, at the same time, it's like that's something you can control. Like you can control how you communicate your feelings and how you um, communicate with other people, and that's something you can feel good about doing. And then whatever happens after that is kind of mm-hmm. just like you just have to kind of take it one step at a time. But yeah,
1: absolutely,
0: oh, that's hard. That's really hard. But really I, hard. I feel like that's something that probably a lot of people deal with is you know family dysfunction. Everyone's got it oh, yeah. in one way or yeah. another. Whether it's your mom your dad your sister your brother your uncle your grandma whatever it is you know it's every family's got something yeah
1: and it's so important to love them but they're also not you and like you said you do have to take care of yourself yeah Um, and especially if what your family's behavior is doing is damaging you like you do have to take care of yourself
0: yeah first and foremost yep yeah i know i'm like and if that's not helpful enough, find a professional, because I am not one. Yeah, no, no, seriously, like, I mean, same on my end, please, it's not my area
1: of expertise by any, by any stretch, um, yeah,
0: yeah, but, I mean, definitely always, like, reach out if you just want to talk to somebody, and, like, get it off your chest, but, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's an, a lot, It's a lot, a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> This is my fav- this like is, this is my favorite
1: type of episode. I like I like to be like all over. I like to like have high moments and low moments and intimate moments and laughter moments. It's beautiful, it's life.
0: It's life. Yeah, that's how we do it over here. Yeah. Um, okay, so I said my bothered thing earlier and then we just kept talking and you didn't do yours and I told you to be prepared with one. So I do, do you have, have one, something? I do have
1: one, and it's been happening to me recently and it pisses me off oh, I can't so wait. much. Okay? And you know what? If you if you don't think this is valid, I don't care because it makes me crazy. Now, God bless. I love my Uber drivers. I am so thankful for them. They literally saved my life all the time. Drink, you get your Uber. Don't you drink and drive, you get your Uber. Also, being an LAI Uber constantly. Yeah. Um, so I have had so many wonderful experiences with Uber drivers. But there's a thing that happens in an Uber that makes me so unreasonably upset. It's I, like, I'm aware of like how stupid it is, but it gets me so mad. And it's when I get into a car and the Uber driver whose phone is up, who has my location and the map is asking me for directions.
0: Oh, absolutely not.
1: I get so,
0: so irrationally
1: angry. I'm just like, hey, I, hey guy, I see your map. You have my location. You have the map virtually.
0: This is Read what you're it. supposed to do. The, you have literally one job. You, this is what you're is doing. To be you're able driving to, get me and, to and, where and, I'm and, going. And I,
1: you have the map. And now, and I you know what I don't have pulled up? The map. Because I'm in the back <laughs> paying for the service. It makes me crazy. And I'm so bad with directions that I swear same. to God. I'll take, the, I'll take the same route every single day. And if you ask me... Like, where to turn or the name of a street. I'm like, I have no idea. No idea. So, not only am I irritated because you're not fulfilling... Doing your job. Just what I would like the job to have. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Now, second, I feel shamed because I've been in LA for years and you're reminding me of how incapable I am with directions. <laughs> it gets me so mad. I was actually in an Uber a couple of days ago and I was so, like... Like, I was so thrown off. Now, this didn't get me angry because I felt bad for this woman. But I was also just like, what is happening right now? I was driving. I was actually meeting Becca for a very... We had a very important meeting. And I had the Uber, like, dialed in for the perfect time to walk in right at that time. We're driving there. And every turn... We're in Silver Lake. There's a lot of hills. Every single turn that we're coming up to... The woman's about to turn, and then she'd look at me and go, no, it's too dangerous. Can't take that one. What the What's fuck? What's another one? Because it was too steep. And in Silver Lake, it's kind of like, it's not like San Francisco, but there's a lot yeah. of like, those highs, like, you know, and it is, it's hairy. When you do it, you're like, oh gosh, this is a little weird, but that's just the turn. Yeah. And so every time she'd come up to a turn and she was like, I'm supposed to make it because that was a street. She'd go up, oh, nope, too dangerous. Got to find another out for me. And so I'm like, I have my phone out, and I was like, um, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Like, this $20 Uber <laughs> is going to turn into like, a $65 ordeal because... Like, I don't want to make you because... feel uncomfortable, and I don't want to put you, you know, like, where you feel at risk, but also I need you to do this because I don't know any other routes. Like, I do not. I am not good with maps, and I am so late now for my meeting because every, tor- like, like the corner that you're turning, it's unsafe. I, I've never... I had never in my life been in a situation like that where I was like, it's not safe.
0: You got bamboozled.
1: I'm like, you're, you're supposed to drive me. I'm like, are, are you not going to go on freeways either? You need, honestly, <laughs> you need a different day freeways job. You
0: need a different day job. Freeways aren't
1: safe either. And I understand that. But this is your job of choice.
0: That has only happened to me one time. But to be fair, I was in Brazil and it really wasn't safe. And the guy was like, these people have guns. Oh, and I'm like, no. Take me somewhere else, And I would please. be like,
1: I appreciate but... you noticing that this is happening right now and that you will take me. That's and, different. And if, and if a few days ago when I was on the drive with her, if there would have been people with guns and she would have said, it's not safe, I'd be like, I agree with you. Let's go somewhere else. Let's drive somewhere Anywhere
0: else. Anywhere else. But it was a hill. Yeah. a That doesn't count. A hill's not going to jump out at I'm you. Like,
1: there's hills. I'm like, there's cars parked all down the hill and they're not rolling you're fine. You're going to be good. We're going to be okay. <laughs> we're we're going
0: to do this together. You and me we will breathe through it. Oh man. Oh, that's so, so yeah, funny. That makes me crazy. I was like, when I, when I got here to my Airbnb and we're driving up, I've obviously never been here before. And the, the, the lady was like, is this it? And I'm like, do you have, Oh, <laughs> it's right. It says we got to keep going. Like I'm looking at your map. Oh no. That you, it's like, is it this one? Which one is it? I'm like, I've never been here either, lady. I don't know. Follow the directions. Look at the numbers on the house. You think, have the address. Honestly,
1: honestly like, <laughs> part of the big reason why it makes me crazy, too, is because in those situations, so obvious. I'm like, why am I insecure right now? Somehow you're making me insecure. Like, I don't know where I'm I going. didn't even
0: know I had this insecurity I know, until like, you're, you, you judging put it on me. me.
1: You're judging me for the fact that I don't know. What the exact house is, but, like, I've never been here. You've never been here. We're doing this together. Don't make me...
0: Don't shame me. <laughs> I see your judgy eyes. During the day, I probably would have just gotten out and be like, I'll find it. But it was dark. No. And I was like, no, drive me to the front door, yes. please. Yes, Thank you. No, don't leave Follow me. Follow the little map until your car That's gets to the too. spot. That's another
1: thing, too. The other day, I had a, I had an Uber driver who literally pulled... <laughs> who, who pulled off to the side and goes, all right. And I'm like, um... My location is like 4 blocks down. Like you have to keep going. And he goes, "I know, but there's like no spots open." And I'm like, "I don't need you to park there for 20 minutes. I just need you to pull up and I will hop out of the car so swiftly that you do not need a spot. I promise. I will throw myself out of your vehicle." But like,
0: you can keep rolling Girlfriend, slowly. girlfriend is in stilettos. <laughs> it's dark. Pull me yeah. up. Like yeah. I, you
1: know. Sir, I'm in like yeah. I'm is, in a faux fur. What is going <laughs> I just on? I'm going to walk that way. <laughs> that length. Do you see how I'm dressed? No. This is not oh, a walking outfit. I love that. This is a That's laying so outfit.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, that, what a great note to end on. I love that. Love that. <laughs> the town I live in is so small that we don't even have Uber drivers in there. Really? It. I mean, when we like in the town I actually live in, the town I work in, we do, but okay. it's like 15, 20 miles. I live, I'm, I live out in the country. Really? Like when I was in high school, the population of the town was 10,000. Now it's like 15 or maybe 18. Wow. But um, it's very small. Wow. I don't belong there, but I don't have a choice right now.
1: You definitely <laughs> give me like LA. I would have assumed that you were from here until I like was. It's so hilarious. People are like, it.
0: you live where? Yeah. You're from where? I'm like, I know. I, I don't know. It just it is what it is and that's why I come here all the time yeah, <laughs> like come visit us. I don't it's I was I was talking to um at the Okay Sis event I was talking to someone there about how like in where I live is like when people go out like on the weekends yeah. like if you're wearing anything other than like a jeans and a flannel you are dressed up. Like oh, me wow. right now so, is like yeah, so I was gonna say, very so you, fancy. You are like I'm. I'm my entire life. I'm just used to sticking out like a sore thumb. The community like, that I speak live she's in. A queen. Yes, <laughs> I know so. <laughs> like, I know. Thank I you. you goodbye. Yes. <laughs> um, left my crown at home, but like yeah. you get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what it does to my hair. Exactly. Exactly. But. Yeah, it's just, I'm just very used to, like, everywhere I go, always constantly feeling yeah. like I'm overdressed, and I'm just like, whatever, I just, it, it, I am who I am,
1: let Honestly, me live. it's my favorite way to live.
0: <laughs> but then I come here, and I'm like, I'm a sewer rat, bye. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. No, the beauty
1: about being here is that everyone dresses, like, like all sorts of Yeah, ways. that's true. You're just like, are those pajamas? It is a this is a nice restaurant and it is nine PM and I'm pretty sure sure you are wearing pajamas to this five star restaurant. And then the girl that, you know, pajama yeah. guy comes with is wearing a full body con dress Same. and you're like, but here we are, you know?
0: So like me on every date I go on. <laughs>
1: honestly when I go out my life <laughs> Honestly, when I go out I'm full sweat gear half of the time. I think every time I've run into someone who listens to the podcast? I am literally always actually in pajamas and flip flops, no
0: makeup,
1: and mess. Yeah, and I'm always just like, and everyone, like and they're like, oh, are, you, are you, Jess? And they're like, oh, you look different. I'm like, I know I look bad right now. Impossible. Catch, catch me when I'm you know in my faux fur and heels, getting <laughs> dropped off at the wrong corner. <laughs> It doesn't happen often, but you know what? Oh my god, I'm
0: sweating. <laughs> so good. Oh uh, well, thank you so much for oh my gosh,
1: thank you. letting me have
0: another hour and a half of your time after our. I don't even know how long we were out last night. It was probably like three hours at least. It was
1: yeah. We I we, loved we it. Hit it. it was a I'm glad that time. we got
0: to do that because, like I said, it like got my it got my jitters out. I'm like, we're it's cool. It's fine. We had just an l- amazing
1: time. We were just. <laughs> carrying it
0: on to today i love it <laughs> oh well if you guys um haven't ever listened to chatty broads yours and becca's podcast i'm not really sure what you're doing why you're sleeping on it but get on it um there's a lot it's there's a lot to binge if you've never partaken so we have a lot do of that that. <laughs> um let everyone know where they can find you um
1: you can find me at the bad mom with two d's um and yeah I don't really do other social media of mine except Instagram. Yeah, I mean, so yeah,
0: that's really all. That's about
1: it. You know, I started a TikTok and I'm real bad at it. So <laughs> there's just no point in following me there. I will never. And mark my words. <laughs> Twitter doesn't give me enough characters to
0: say what yeah. I want to say. No. So no, 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 no. Instagram it is. Yes. Oh, and um, I just have to say that just has the most adorable child and okay. she is everything that I want to be and she's four so honestly um, same get on that she content me daily immediately <laughs> I Lennox be is her. fully obsessed and in love and I'm just like fingers crossed he likes girls <laughs> I
1: know they're they're gonna those two are gonna hit it off whether they're lovers or best friends I believe
0: they'll hit it off so one of these days <laughs> one of these days <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we're going to sign off here. Thanks so much for joining in on the fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. And if you didn't, well, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to go to the beach now. Yes. <laughs> time to get along with my day. Um. Yeah. This is where I start stuttering, and now I know it's time to be done. Um, just saying my normal, you know, leave a review, write a five-star review smash that subscribe button follow on instagram if you're not already um and yeah i hope you guys had all your questions answered and you got something out of this i'm sure you did at least one thing a nugget hopefully yeah (laughs) one or two (laughs) one or two all right we'll see you next friday everyone bye